has the Spirit of God departed from many people in our world today? Is this why we're seeing so many making decisions that are almost incomprehensible to the thinking and moral person? Is it possible that the Spirit of God could depart from someone, leaving them without a moral compass or guidance in their lives? This will be the subject on today's show. Stay tuned. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Mind's Eye Podcast. I'm Paul James Caden, and today on the show, we are asking the question, has the Spirit departed from many? And when we're talking about the Spirit here, we're naturally referring to the Spirit of God. Now, this isn't a show to judge anybody or to try to assume that I know what the state of other people's souls might be. But I think this is an important subject to talk about in light of what's happening in the world, what's happening in the United States, how people are acting. Uh, We're not in a good place right now, folks, and everybody knows this. No matter what side of the fence you happen to be on, uh, we all know that Uh, Planet Earth, our countries, our societies, our neighborhoods, our places of work, we've all seen better days. And we keep looking for solutions that are outside of ourselves. We keep looking for solutions and healings from politicians and pastors and preachers and televangelists and Everywhere except the Spirit of God that indwells each and every one of us. And this is something I've talked about quite a bit on, you know, in my shows in the past. And the the very peculiar thing to me is that when you tell people this, they still become angry. And it makes me ask the question, why would anyone want to follow what someone else is telling them rather than follow what the Spirit is guiding them to do within themselves. Because, you know, usually in life, and I found this to be the case, and I've heard many other people affirm the same thing, is that When we follow someone, whether it be a religious movement, whether it be a political movement, or even a friend or a family member, you know, people that have uh, opinions and they want us to do a certain thing or act a certain way or make a certain decision, we all often have that thing that says, deep inside, I knew that's not what I should have done. But I didn't want to let the person down, or I was afraid I would be mocked or rejected if I said no, or other people were doing it and I wanted to feel like I fit in because I never fit in anywhere before. And, you know, I finally had a chance to feel like I belong. You know, there's all kinds of reasons why people go against 
what they're feeling in their intuition. And when we're talking about this subject of the Spirit of God departing, I think it, it's worthy to mention the Urantia book. Now, those of you who have listened to my show for any length of time know that I am a student of the Urantia book. And for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, basically, uh, really quick, it's it's a book that was published in 1955. It's a very thick volume, and it's said to have celestial origins, that it was not penned by any man or any human being on this earth. And uh, it's, it's a very interesting book. It has a lot of very interesting and powerful things to say. And and me and a lot of other people who have read it often read through it and say, you know, that just makes sense. Or somehow I knew that, but I never heard anybody talk about this before. But here it is in, in this book. If you, want, if you want to know more about the Arantia book, scroll back in the queue to where I had the Infinite Journey podcast. Those shows are still up and available. And there's one called The Mysterious Urantia Book. You can listen to that and get up to speed on exactly uh, what it is. But one of the things that the Arantia Book talks about is what is called the indwelling thought adjuster, the divine thought adjuster. And what the divine thought adjuster is, is a fragment of God that indwells each and every one of us. And the thought adjuster basically, through its impulses, it gives us guidance. It's basically God dwelling within us. And it's always, it never forces us to do anything. But it's always giving us those little uh, inner leadings and nudges. And sometimes they can be uh, quite strong. Uh, Basically, to be good people to love God, to have faith in God, to have faith that God is, to walk in the right way. Because when we walk in the right way, we have what the Arantia book calls opportunity for survival after physical death. The Arantia book tells us that when a human being dies, their personality is uh, sooner or later Uh, reassembled or uh, resurrected on in a different world. And this is what the Urantia book calls the mansion worlds. And our divine thought adjuster is uh, reintroduced to us at that time. And as we make our journey through eternity, uh, we have opportunity to fuse with our thought adjuster. And this is when we become as maybe like the Bible says, you know, we become like the angels in heaven. You know, we, we have this divine uh, spark that is now a part of us, a part of our personality. But the Urantia book also talks about those who will not survive physical death. And basically when they die their personality will perish. It will, it will be no more. It won't go to hell. It doesn't burn in fire. It just ceases to be. 
and the Divine Thought Adjuster will return to where it came from. And it will not be uh, reunited with the personality of that individual. The, the Arantia book also speaks of the possibility of a human being rejecting God to the degree that the thought adjuster will leave them while they're still alive. They have no indwelling spirit of God within them. And when this happens, it's said that that those particular human beings will begin to revert back to uh, very tribalistic or even animalistic ways. You know, morality will begin to become non-existent in their consciousness because there's no spirit of God, there's no divine fragment within them to introduce morality or a concept of right and wrong into their consciousness. Now, there may be some religious people who hear this and say, oh boy, this, this is heretical, this, this sounds stupid, you know, this is, you know, Spirit of God never leaves us, you know, once we have it, we always have it. Uh, but that's not entirely true. You know, the ancient Christians, you know, long, long ago, just around the times of Jesus and, uh, you know, slightly after, taught the very same thing. That you could, by the way you live your life, offend and even evict the Holy Spirit. That the Spirit of God would depart from you. And you would not have the Spirit of God in you or in your life. And uh, they taught something very similar. That once that Spirit of God departed, if you out and out rejected it, you wanted nothing to do with God. You wanted nothing to do with Christ. You wanted nothing to do with morality and goodness and love. That that spirit would depart. And you would basically start falling into, if, if that were to happen, a person without the spirit of God would start falling into very um, sinful, mean, violent, arrogant, I mean, it would be uh, same thing, reverting back to the very base animalistic nature, or as they would say, the, you know, the nature of uh, the devil, you know, type of thing. So this is not uh, really a new teaching that is coming on the scene uh, that no one's ever heard of before. It's an old teaching, and it's something that's been lost to us through modern religion. You know, you hear a lot of religious people say, well, once saved, always saved. Well, you can't lose your salvation. Well, not even the Bible affirms that. Didn't Paul even say, you know, that, uh, you know, he had to live his life in a certain way and, you know, or lest he be a castaway, you know, when it comes time to stand before Christ. So, you know, th there's a lot even there that alludes to uh, we can make it right up to that what we think is going to be the finish line. And uh, it's it's no dice. It's no deal. 
You know, think about that uh, verse where Jesus said, you know, the, those who say, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we, you know, cast out demons in your name? Didn't we do all these things in your name? And he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. So there are, there are definitely scriptures that, uh, in the Bible that, that even speak about individuals who don't make the grade. The, the Spirit of God has uh, departed from them. And some of these people uh, obviously uh, appear to be very religious. Look at the uh, the modern the uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees of Jesus' day. Very religious people. But what did Jesus have to say, you know, about them and their practices? And so, you know, I I, I think when we look at what the Arantia book is teaching, coupled with what the ancient Christians taught about the Spirit of God departing from us. You know, it, it really, I think, causes us or should cause us to examine our own lives, examine how we're living our lives, examine how we're treating other people, how we're existing in this world. I've said many times this, this whole uh, political religious movement that's going on right now and I know this, you know, is going to make some people mad, but this whole movement around Donald Trump, you know, how, you know, you can't even think, you can't even think of a more gentle word than to say, you know, how, how delusional is it? You know, that, that people believe things that, are not true or have been proven untrue time and time again. And everybody else is a liar except this one man and, you know, the people that follow him. And then we become angry and we become violent and we start doing harm to other people. Rioting in the streets, you know, people attacking one another over political parties and political figures. You know, we have uh, we have some of the uh, people on the other side of the political fence too. You know, out there in the streets, you know, attacking and fighting. And how many of them claim? How many of them claim to be Christians? A lot of them. You know, is is this what God has called us to do, or is this reverting to? Our base human nature, getting back to that tribal mentality of the ancient barbarian people that the Arantia book talks about when the Spirit of God departs. How can we claim to have the Spirit of God in our lives when we act in this way? Does not even the Bible say that those who say they believe in God but don't have love in their hearts, you know? They have, they have no part with God. They, they don't know God. 
the Bible says if if we claim to love uh, you know to love God but say we hate our brother, then the love of God is not in us. So how can we draw these lines in the sand and hate one another and want to do violence to one another over lies and politics and politicians and political parties? And it's like I said in one of my other shows, you know, how so many of these people believe in the conspiracy theories and not so very long ago, the the government was the enemy out to get us all. Now they all want to kill each other over the government and who they think is right or who the uh, rightful president is. I mean, is, is this spiritual behavior? Is this something that we would, we would be guided to do by the spirit of truth? You know, and when I mentioned, uh, you know, just a little while ago, the, the verse in uh, the Bible that says, you know, those people, when, uh, you know, the, the door is closed and they're shut out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth and they say, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast out demons in your name? And he'll say, depart from me. I, I never knew you. And this, this really reminds me, and we have to open our eyes and, you know, look at all these people that made all these false prophecies about Donald Trump, you know, going to win, he's going to overturn the election, now they're saying there's going to be a Christmas miracle. It's, it's not going to happen, and when it doesn't, we have to realize these people are false prophets. They're not speaking from a place that is directed or empowered by the Spirit of God. And rather than fight so hard to be right and say, oh no, it's, it's, it's because of the devil or it's because of the evil Democrats or it's because of you know the, the, the other people that are our enemy that this didn't happen. They're thwarting the plans of God. You know, maybe we need to stop and say, hey, wait a minute. Is this not going the way they said it would because actually maybe they're wrong? And are they inflaming you? And They keep telling people to hold on, to keep fighting. You know, I was watching, just as, as an example, I was watching uh, live on YouTube part of the, um, um, the rally that was in Washington, D.C. supporting, uh, you know, Donald Trump on... Uh, this past Saturday, I believe it was. And the guy on the stage was, you know, this language he was using, you know, to the people. You know, telling them that Donald Trump loves them and the people that he cares about most are people that, uh, you know, he's never met people like, you know, those in the crowd, you know, supporting him in this rally. And uh, that Donald Trump knows full well that, you know, when he points to the people and says that you won't let this, you know, uh, election be stolen and you, you know, won't let them put a president in there who's illegitimate. You know, you won't let this happen. 
So basically, that they're they're using this speech that inflames these people to be more violent. We have to stand up and fight, even if it's with guns and knives and violence, to stop this from happening. And when these poor people do this and get hurt or arrested, no one steps forward and says, hey, this is wrong. And when we listen to these inflammatory voices in our world right now, are we making choices that are anti-God, things that are not of God? Are we, through our actions and the way we speak and the way we act and the way we treat others, is it possible that we could cause the Spirit of God, that divine thought adjuster, to depart from us? Because look how animalistic some of these people are acting. Now, I'm not saying, and the the ancient uh, Christians believed, and uh, many who read the Arantia book uh, believe the same thing that I've heard talk on this subject, that if a person does repent, a person opens their heart, a person wants to do what is right, a person wants to walk in love, even if they've made colossal mistakes that, you know, God is forgiving, God is loving. The Urantia book tells us that God wants us all to survive and to, you know, go through our journey on the mansion worlds and, you know, meet the paradise father who, you know, is God. And so even if we do cause that spirit to depart, you know, I, and I'm, I'm one who is in agreement that it will come back if we truly want it to and really see the error of our ways and say, you know, I don't think what I've been doing and I don't think what I've done is good and I'm sorry for that and I want to walk in a better way. I want to be more peaceful. I want to be more healing to society. I don't want to be somebody who's causing more problems and causing people to get hurt or even killed. You know, but we have to make that decision. We have to make that decision from the heart to be able to turn to God and say, hey, God, I, you know, I think I've made some big blunders here and, and I, I want to make things right. But we, we can't keep insisting that these horrible things that we're doing is, is, is right. We can't keep insisting that, you know, these religious leaders that keep sending people down, you know, the rabbit hole of delusion, you know, we can't keep claiming that that's right and that these people are from God and that we're going to keep following them because it's just the devil making these prophecies not come true. We have to get over that delusion. You know, I've talked in so many of my shows in the past about people always looking for leaders. Many people are, you know, in the world, and again, there's there's scientific data to back this up. They will follow the alpha. They're looking for someone to lead them. Even people 
and you can you can look articles up on this you can look the data up on this that there are people that even have very strong personalities you know they seem very confident they seem very strong they seem very sure of themselves but they'll so very easily you know you wouldn't even expect that they would be that kind of person that will begin to follow the leader follow the crowd once everybody else starts going in a certain way and following a certain uh, personality or strong leader personality type. But why would we want to do that when we can have our own personal relationship and connection with God who will lead us into all that we need to know? Let us know if a decision is right or wrong. Let us know if something is bad or good for us. Why would we want to give up that to follow men and women in religion and politics that continually tell us from their pulpits and platforms that the people who don't believe like you do are your enemy. D didn't we not so long ago on planet Earth and here in America realize that so many churches in the past done that kind of thing and that it was wrong? That it was dividing people, you know, on these religious doctrines and that this wasn't uh, exactly godly or Christ-like? Didn't we come to that conclusion? So what makes it different now when it's religion and politics? Why are, why are so many pe people reverting back to this mentality of letting someone tell them who's bad and who's good, what's right, what's wrong, who's the enemy? And stand there and talk about, you know, somebody else, somebody, you know, the other guy's trying to steal the election when you're actually the one trying to steal the election. I mean, you know, that, that, might, uh, that might be enough to make some people shut this podcast off, but it's the truth. And I'm not pulling for either party because, you know, these, these guys are, uh, they're politicians, how far can you trust any politician? I take it for what it is, and I try to follow the Spirit of God in my life. I've, I don't know any other way. I've, I've done it pretty much all of my life. You know that inner presence that I feel, that I commune with, that, that I speak to, and it leads me and guides me and. I've always looked at it since I was very young as like, you know, my best friend. God's my best friend. Nobody's taken better care of me or loved me more or has given me, you know, the, the kind of sound and loving advice that God has. So to me, you know, I don't care if it's Donald Trump, Joe Biden, uh, you know, Jim, uh, you know, John Doe, who, whoever, you know, people standing up on a platform, religious or political, 
I'll listen to what you have to say and I'll agree if it makes sense and if it's, you know, uh, seems to be good sound advice, but I'm not going to listen to every word, you know, these people say just because they're my leader, they're my pastor, they're my denomination. Oh, they're a prophet, you know, oh, you know, they're a really gifted man or woman of God. Oh, he's the president. Oh, he's, you know, he's a Republican and so am I, you know, no way. You know, that, that ship never sailed for me. And so from what I'm seeing, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not pulling, uh, for, for either, uh, either party here, but from what I'm seeing, you know, and even the Supreme court is looking at Donald Trump and saying, you know, all, what you're saying is absolutely baseless. You, you, you're making all these claims, but you're, you're, you're giving nobody anything. You're not giving the court anything to prove what you're saying is true, even though they say they have all this, all this evidence, you know, judges he's appointed. They've some of them have turned around and said, you know, he, he's, he's trying to, uh, upset the election and, you know, overrule the will of the people. And if I thought it was the other way around, I, I would say it, Hey, you know, Biden, you know, this guy, uh, you know, but I'm not seeing that because I'm not under the spell of either one of these people. You know, I'm, I'm not the blind disciple, you know, uh, waving the flag, you know, every time the helicopter goes over, Oh, you know, there's Donald Trump. Oh, there's Joe Biden. You know, that's, that's not who I am. But the point being, when did so many people decide that that's who they are? And then start reverting back to that old barbaric tribal mentality, those animalistic ways, you know, reacting with violence and anger and, you know, flares of emotion. When did so many people decide that that's what they were going to do? When they decided a decade or so ago that that kind of thing was wrong and we've never should have done it for politicians or religions. You know, I've used the word before, you know, strong delusion to believe a lie that's spoken of in the Bible. And there's a lot, whole lot of lies being told out there. A lot of people saying a lot of weird political stuff, a lot of weird spiritual stuff. I haven't seen some people, you know, talking about these monoliths, uh, the one that appeared in uh, the Utah desert. Then there was one um, somewhere else. I don't remember. Uh, I think it was Romania. And then the one in the Utah desert, uh, you know, disappeared. And uh, there, there are people looking at this as a biblical sign, you know, that this somehow is pointing to the fulfillment of prophecy. I mean, these things were put up by people. You know, I'm fairly sure they weren't put there by extraterrestrials. I'm fairly sure they weren't put there by God or angels or mysterious presences in the universe. They were put up by people for some reason. 
but we read all kind of crazy things into everything, TV commercials, number sequences, you know, people, you know, look at the, look at the time and it says 3.33 and suddenly they're like, oh, that's, that's a sign. I've been seeing it out, you know, the, you know, every time I look at the clock, it's 3.33. That means something. I mean, all, all kind of crazy little things that people are putting out there and talking about and believing in. And, um, as I've always said on my show, by their fruits, you shall know them. And, uh, look at the fruits of all of this. Is it peaceable? Is it good? Is it kind? Is it loving? Is it making the world and the country a better place? Is it making us better people? I don't think anybody can say yes to that. Too much division, too much hatred, too much anxiety across the board. You know, this this isn't coming from the Spirit of God. You know, all these prophets who say, oh, you know, when Donald Trump got elected, you know, God, thus saith the Lord, you know, he will be a praying man that is a man after my own heart. This isn't after God's own heart. This, you know, this has been chaos and craziness. And I think we need to really wake up and, and, and know that. So are we making decisions? Are we following people? Are we being told to think things and say things and believe things that may cause the Spirit of God to, to depart from us? And then without that inner guide, How will we even know if we're listening to a great lie and a great deception? According to the ancient Christians and according to the Arantia book, we won't. We'll have no inner compass to be able to tell us whether we're going in the right direction or the wrong direction. It will be all just up to our own thoughts and how, how we stitch it all together and make sense of it. Is it right? Is it wrong? So I think I think we really need to all sit back in this day and time and uh, examine our motives, examine how we're living our lives. Even if we sit there and claim we're religious and it's, you know, Jesus that and Jesus this and, you know, the Bible and it is written and thus saith the Lord. Remember that biblical pa- passage? Did we not prophesy in your name? When he said, depart from me, I never knew you. I think it's a really good time for all of us to sit down and do a little self-examination because nobody's doing that anymore. Nobody wants to do that anymore. What what they believe is right is right. Doesn't matter. People quoting the Bible, you can show them these verses. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Why? Because you decided all of a sudden it doesn't. I could go on for hours with with examples of all of this, and uh, it's burdensome to see. But it's going to be a lot more burdensome for people if, if they continue doing what they're doing, and the Spirit does depart from them. And then they find out in the end, you know, God is saying, I never knew you. 
you don't get a chance at survival. You don't get a chance for paradise or service in the cosmos. And God didn't damn anybody or deny them that opportunity. We denied ourselves through how we decided to live our lives. That's what I've said on this, you know, well, not this show, but shows in the past, you know, running around thinking because we said a magic prayer, you know, we'll never lose our salvation. Then we can act any way we want, believe any lie we want, believe any delusion we want. It's not how it works. That's modern day religion and Christianity. The ancients did not teach those things, did not believe those things. So who are we gonna who are we gonna believe? The many believers and saints of the first three hundred years of, of Christianity, or Kenneth Copeland and T. D. Jakes and uh, you know, Billy Graham or you know, whoever. And maybe even our own pastor that gets up there and bases his teachings and sermons on the sermons of these men. You know, who are we going to believe? The, the saints of old or Paula White or Donald Trump or Roger Stone. I think that was the guy. I'm not sure of his name that was up there preaching a sermon, you know, on Saturday and saying, you know, you won't let this happen. Who are we going to believe? I mean, that's that's up to uh, each and every one of us to decide. And ultimately to decide who are we going to believe, the, all the people around us or the Spirit of God within us. I suspect uh, that this will not be a very popular podcast, but um, I'm not here to be popular, folks. I'm here to try to speak the truth. And be honest. And to me, it's never mattered whether it's one person or one million listening to the show. You know, I, I, I have to do what I feel the Spirit is leading me to do. And I can't be shy about that. And right now, he's leading me to tell anybody and everybody that listens to this podcast... Please sit down and do a little self-examination on yourself. Whether you think you're uber-religious or not religious at, at all, just sit down and do a moral inventory about how you're living your life, how you're thinking, how you're acting, how you're speaking, how you're treating others. And then ask yourself, is this really right? And then maybe ask yourself, what made me decide to go along with this movement when not so very long ago so many people decided it wasn't good to go along with this kind of thing? The crazy religions, the Hitler-type personalities, and all of that sort of thing. Because you fit in. People are lonely. A lot of people say they're lonely. They don't have any friends. 
this comes along, it's like a nice little cult signed, sealed, delivered. Hey, you know, all kind of people around, you know, to uh, to talk about how to do whatever they're going to do when you're suddenly you're part of the crowd and you belong. Well, who, you know, who do we want to belong to? Other people, a group, or God? I really hope uh, we'll sit back and uh, think about some of these things. I'm Paul James Caden. I thank you so much for listening to the Mind's Eye podcast today. Stay safe. Stay well. Do that self-reflection. I think uh, it's something we all need to do, and it will be well worth it if we sit down with God and just kind of start looking at the pages of our lives. It's good medicine. I'll talk to you next time here on the show. Until then, be blessed, everyone.